Welcome everybody to the After Ed Podcast with Jason Vest, where we interview thought leaders, educators, and students from around the world, people that just aren't content with the status quo. Why should you listen to me? Because I'm an educator right there in the trenches doing it every single day. Please tune in. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Reed, thank you for coming, um, being on the show. Uh, this is different because I actually have you all here with me right now as opposed to having a phone call. Um, but you all are parents of a student uh, in my innovation class. And again, I just want to thank you both for being here. Sure. Sure. Yep. So I have two kids, but they're younger. They're three and one. So one is in preschool, the other is just going to a babysitter. So what's it like to be the parent of a middle school student? It's great. It's great. I mean, it is. It is. It is. It is positive in so many ways. And just seeing how much they grow in that short three years they're in middle school, it's amazing. Yeah, how they take life so much more seriously. And, they, you know, elementary was one thing, but now it's like, oh, man. I think I'm going to high school with all the adults. He yeah. thinks they're adults in high school. Right, right. <laughs> so, Truly grown you know, people. But yeah, you can see a lot of maturity starts to happen in those three years. So you guys are you guys are pretty involved yourself. I know that you're in PTA and you help just things with the class. So if there were kind of like one thing that teachers, educators, principals should know, like from the parent perspective, like maybe we just don't see as teachers, what would that be? Hmm. Well, I think you guys do a good job here with keeping them, you know, um, let's say entertained, but keeping them on their toes. I know in this class, for instance, Brad's always coming home telling me about something he's got to think about. I think that's important because a lot of times, like when we were in school, we sat and listened to the teacher talk to us for mm-hmm. all this time, and, and, and basically uh, he didn't say much. You know, now he's inter- he's being entertained, but he's being... There's interaction involved. He's having to get involved. He's having to do different things. And I think that helps with the maturity level as well. So I think that's great. I mean, as far as changing, I mean, I can't really think of a better way than what's going on now. What do you think? Yeah, no, as, as a parent, I truly do appreciate everything that teachers do uh, during the day. Yeah. I mean, you know, in the PTA events that we sponsor and things like that, we see these kids interact and, you know, we get the filtered version at home that our kids give us, but to actually witness and watch it, you know, it's, it's a lot of different personalities, a lot of hormones, yeah. a lot of, you know, <laughs> new experiences and things like that. And so, day to day I know those days can be very challenging on both ends so yeah. we just really appreciate the effort that goes into making sure each day is as successful as possible do you think that it's and I'm just curious because I hear people say things um, do you think that the demand like you know he goes to school all day and then comes home and has X amount of homework I mean have you seen a uh, bigger demand of time, of effort uh, on the traditional school side of things? Like, I mean, I know he doesn't have homework necessarily in this innovation class, but your other classes, I mean, is he, is he always doing some kind of schoolwork? Yeah, but it's not, I don't think it's overwhelming, per se. I think he does well. I think he has a good mixture of stuff. Right. I think, I think it's dependent on 
the student, the type of kid you have, their personality, and, and you know, how they choose to prioritize. And, you know, our son definitely has days where, you know, he lets things slide and he pays for it the next day or yeah, with the right. next grade. Um, so I think they're learning, especially because parents back off so much in middle school, they're really learning um, that it's on them right. to have the voice, to speak up, to ask questions, Take to make sure they get their work done. Right? Yeah, that accountability piece. Mm-hmm. So what was your first reaction when Bradley came home and told you about this class that he was <laughs> going to be a part of uh, in innovation and literacy yeah. block? Well, I mean, it was interesting. I, I think, like, he, like, like Nancy said, it's like bits, bits and pieces of it. It's like, well, I'm working with a group and we're starting a company. I was like, oh, okay, and, and what's this company going to do? Well, you know, we're going to make something, and... Oh, okay. And at first, it, I really didn't put two and two together. And so he started asking more and more questions, and he started looking on the computer for stuff. And, you know, we got to come in that night to the open house, and you explained more about it. I was like, oh, okay, so this is this is different. Uh-huh. This has never been done before. So this is kind of out of our, our norm for classes. But I think he's excited. He's really enjoyed it. And he always says, this is, you know, on the days that he doesn't have this class, you know, and... uh He'll say something like, you know, I wish it was the next day because that's the better day. That's the day I have invention. I can go in and, 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 and look at different options. So I think he likes it a lot, don't you? I do. And I, and I think he likes the collaboration piece of it because mm-hmm. he's learning that everybody has their talents and their strengths. And he knows he has his weaknesses and he's learning how to work with other people um, to maybe gain strength in others where they have it or, you know, share his talent where he may have it. Um, and so that's just real world stuff that is very impressive because as he talks about it, I can relate to things like that at work and in experiences in life. So it's, you know, it's, there's true value in it. It's ahead of its time. The class ahead of its time. Yeah. So, you know, that's a great segue. You know, we, for so long, and I was a part of this where my parents didn't go to college. And so it was predetermined that their kid was going to college, like didn't know why, but just knew that that was going to happen. So (laughs) is college necessarily always the best option for just kids in general, and I mean, just what are your thoughts about that as a parent? Well, I think it depends on what they want to do. I mean, of course, you can't be a doctor and not graduate from high school. Right. So if that's what they want to be, then they're going to have to go to college. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know entrepreneurs that uh, have come out of high school and are worth a lot of money. So they've never had any college. They're self-taught, and they're very smart, and college wasn't for them. You know, so I I think that there's still possibilities on that. But I think college is still a good thing to have because you never know what the future holds. Right. And it's good to have those extra, uh, that extra education under your belt, in my opinion. I would agree. Yeah, I think there are definitely those careers, like you said, a doctor, you you have to go to college to be that. Um, I just... So for me, my personal experience, I did one of the dumbest things that I ever could have done coming out of high school, and that was get enrolled in a private college without knowing what I wanted to do. And right out of the gate, 
I'm 40 grand in debt and I still don't know what I want to do. So I always make the kids think, even though they're, they're just approaching that stage where they truly have to think about college, is it the right thing for them? And I'm asking you because you have a kid closer there. I don't know what I'll tell my kids, but I know for a fact, and like you said, there are some kids that just would have a better chance not going to college and being successful. If you've got parents that are going to pay for you, go enjoy the four-year vacation, learn something, and then come back. If you need to go to school to be a doctor, go to school to be a doctor. But I think that everything we do at the high school level and middle school level for that is geared towards getting kids ready for college. You might have a, a trade school a specialty center in, in our county, but for the most part, everything that we do is getting kids ready for college. So you've shared a few different times like how impactful this class has been for Bradley in certain areas. So the hardest question yet, what is the real purpose of school then? What are we preparing kids for? Well, I think you're preparing for a lot. If they don't have math class, they can't add and subtract. You know, I think if you don't have English, you're not going to be able to write a paper or write your name or do anything. So I think those things are important. I think it's about society. You know, I think about the different areas of the country that, you know, have different uh, curriculum. You know, there are some areas that probably don't have the, the, uh, the curriculum that Henrico County has, but they, you know, they all teach the same thing, you know. And I think you prepare for yourself in life. And, and when you get out of school, when, it, when you're out, you're out. If you learned it, you learned it. If you didn't, you didn't. And if you didn't learn it, then you're going to have to figure it out because I think it makes life a little bit more difficult. And I think the discipline structure piece of school is, is important, and it, it teaches you at a very young age um, you know, how important that is. And, you know, we've always told, Brad doesn't know what he wants to do when yeah. he grows up, has no idea. Um, but for certain kids that know that they want to be a lawyer, be a doctor, you know, these specialty centers are great for that. Um, but we know that Brad doesn't know what he wants to do, so we just encourage him to just absorb everything that he can, because who's not to say that he'll be our age one day and make a total career change. So, right. you know, that could happen at any stage of your life, but, you know, you just take those experiences and you just make the most of it and help it grow into whatever you want to be. Yeah, I just, I wonder, you know, like you said, the, the class kind of being ahead of its time, I just wonder, because I'm just, I was the exact same way even going into college. I had no idea what I wanted to do, and I just wonder if having a class like this was mandated just like, you know, an algebra class or foreign languages mandated for a particular diploma. If having a class on entrepreneurship and thinking outside the box, whatever you wanted to call it, was mandated, just how much that would alter, uh, you know, higher ed, business world, whatever it is. And, you know, it's kind of rhetorical, but just something I think about because I see, you know, we can't get data from this class. We can't have the kids take a multiple choice test, but we can see the evidence. We can see the confidence that the kids have. We can see this real work that they're doing and how uh, it impacts the people in the classroom, the people in the community. And it's just something that's been nothing but good for me on a teacher's side of things because 
you know, you, your son was one of the kids that were invited to present in front of all of the principals and leadership and specialists in the entire county, and that's never been done before. Hmm. Like, we've never had kids come in to present about a new type of instruction or something that was innovative in the classroom. They're the first ever. You know, school boards, they'll bring a band in and have them play or have a little, some kind of performance, but nothing like this. So that's what I'm really wondering. You know, we're, we're getting all of this praise. We're saying how great things are. I just can't wait to see where this goes and kind of what the next step is for our school system. Yeah, well, I agree with you. I think that... Yeah, I know for Bradley, like, it's definitely tapped into his confidence and his outside-the-box thinking on things and just the motivation to take charge and take an idea and actually grow it into something. So the fact that, you know, he's part of this process where you kind of don't know exactly where it's going to go because there's not a path that's been made for it yet. Yeah. You're just taking that step in that direction and having the faith that it's all going to unfold the way that it should is huge, you know, for a 13-year-old to see. Um, and I know with, for example, um, starting the Twitter page for Innovate HC, mm -hmm. um, he deleted his Instagram, his personal Instagram page, uh, a while ago. Mm -hmm. He just, it just drama, just, you know, it's just like Sure, yeah. Thing. Middle school. So it was it, distracting. I get yeah. Hey, I get it. So when he started this Twitter page, we were a little hesitant, you know, this is social media again, where, where's it going to go? And he just voluntarily came to me a couple days later and said, Mom, I really like Twitter. It's energizing. It's, you know, it's positive. It's, you know, and I think it being from a business perspective um, just totally flipped the way the world looked to him yeah. in that moment. So I thought that was pretty cool. I think it's opened his mind to other possibilities. Like, you know, no one's telling you what to think. Yeah. They're allowing you, you ask the probing questions, and those questions he starts to ask himself, and he realizes that there's different answers. Everybody has a different answer. Where, you know, years ago in school, I can only imagine if the teacher says, This is the way you're supposed to do this, or this yeah. is the way you're supposed to think, that was it. Now yeah. he's thinking outside the box, and he's coming up with, you know, great ideas. What do we, what do we watch him? You know, we grew up in a, uh, in a time when, when computers were just being invented, you know, the 80s and 90s. I remember the apples with the floppy disk and yep. going, what is this? You know, this is amazing. And, you know, we, she actually taught me how to use the Internet for the first time. Typing, in, typing in the yeah. command to get into yeah. the computer. Yeah, control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, computers have taken such a bigger step. Well, last night he just says, hey, you want to take a look at what I'm doing? I'm, I'm building um, uh, wallpaper for friends with their favorite players on him and he's doing all these different designs and I'm watching him going I, I have no idea how you did that but it was very creative the way you put it together and the designs that he had and he was he says that he just started to play with the computer figuring it out on his own and thinking outside the box that allowed him to come up with this idea and I I don't know that he would have done that at 13 years old if you know there hadn't have been options to open his brain to think about what do I want to do, what, what's fun. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important. 
I agree, and I think the I think the biggest piece that kids are gaining from this class, this just way of thinking, which, which is kind of an oxymoron because it's it's not really like a structured way of thinking. It's just like you said, giving them a problem and then having them come up with their own solutions. But it's this concept of self awareness, like giving them no answer forces them to think well, what do I want to do with this? How should I handle it? And then it, it does it. It gives them a chance to be creative and, you know, be themselves. And, uh, you know, what, like you said, what more could we ask for for a 13-year-old to be able to be confident in who they are? Like, if you're, if you're confident and not worried about what people are going to think going into high school, high school is going to be a breeze. Yeah. That's a big deal. We hope so. So, all right, that's all the hard stuff. So you all are, I'm stealing this uh, out of Vogue magazine. So uh, they have 76 questions. And so I just narrowed it down to a lot fewer than that. So just try to answer this as quickly as you can. We'll call this the rapid fire round. And you, you can both answer, okay. you can alternate. I, I don't care how you want to do I it. I don't know anything about lipstick. We'll just, we'll see. There's, there's nothing about lipstick. Okay. All right. So, book that you want to read. Like, Crushing It was good. I started reading that. That was pretty good. All right. Uh, one to ten, how excited about life are you right now? Ooh, nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who should everyone be paying attention to right now in the world that's just doing something crazy amazing? Wow. I'll let you answer that. I think there's a lot of amazing people. Um, Apple. All right. Coffee or tea? You both have to Coffee. answer this. Coffee. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. If you could sing a... You're both answering this, mainly you. <laughs> if you could sing a duet with anyone, who would it be? Jack Johnson. I'd sing a duet with you. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, nice. That's never you. See, Bradley was telling me Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney oh, would be my guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, close. so sport you wish you could play? Still play or? Just, just right now, if you uh, can play any sport. Uh, football. Sport. Football. You want to play football? <laughs> <laughs> what a team. All right. This might not apply. We'll see. Rolling Stones or Beatles? Beatles. Beatles. Title, you both have to answer this. Title of your autobiography. What could have been. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> best advice you've ever received. Ooh, best advice I've ever received. I think it's the statement that I told you not too long ago. What people think about you is none of your business. I think this goes back to something my dad told both of us one day. Go with um, your gut. Go with your gut, yeah. That was good, good advice, stuff. actually. That's good advice. Mr. and Mrs. Reed, thank you. Appreciate it. you got an awesome kid. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Hey everybody, Jason Vest here from the After Ed Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget, if you want more, tune in to After Ed Live on YouTube, where we are showcasing things that students do in their element and, quite frankly, just killing it, doing things that they are interested in that could one day prepare them for life after ed. Have a good one.